It is time for Cup of Hope. I am Stephanie Winslow and I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. If you have a cup, lift it up and let's ask the Lord to fill us up today with the hope that He has in store for us through the power of His Word. You are making a great choice if you are choosing to spend your day in the Word and meditating on scripture and uh, it's, I was just having a conversation yesterday with a dear friend of mine, uh, Toy Step, who has her own podcast called Stepping Up with Toy. So if you uh, are looking for some additional resources, she talks about faith, family, and fitness. That's a great resource. I can tag her uh, podcast in the comments, but she's a sweet sweet lady, a sweet friend of mine, and we were just talking about the importance of soaking in the scripture and really even just focusing in on whether it's one word or one verse. And so often we get in our, this mindset of having to cover territory, right? Like we're, the more we read, the more, I don't know, the more religious we feel, the more holy we feel, the more like we're doing something, we're checking more boxes for God. And the reality is that I think God cares less about how much of the Bible we make it through and more about how much of the Bible gets in us and changes us, that transforms us. So here on Cup of Hope, we're going to look at one verse, maybe two verses at a time. Sometimes I'll even just pull out um, even less than that, a half of a verse or something, whatever I feel like God is leading us to talk about and discuss for that day. And so it's important, I think, as we begin reading, that we really do have this mindset of, Lord, I'm here. Would you fill me? I'm here coming before you. I'm here sitting in a, a teaching, whether it's on a Sunday morning or it's in your quiet time or whenever you're taking a, a moment to just read his word, that we come with this posture of being ready to receive, ready to receive all that God has for us because he, he desires much. He desires so much for us that we get to know his heart. And the more we know his heart, the more we want to spend time with him because we see how good he is. We see how loving he is. We see how nurturing and compassionate and empathetic he is toward us. And that just draws us in to spend time with him. And he is worthy, right? He is worthy of our time. He is worthy of our attention and affection back toward him because he first loved us. He didn't wait till we were all prettied up. He didn't wait till we were, you know, smart enough or had enough degrees enough. He didn't wait for any of the things uh, that maybe we hold a standard for ourselves that we have to be a certain way before we will allow ourselves to enter into a, a conversation or enter into a relationship or or even uh, apply for a job, you know, whatever the things are that we're telling ourselves we aren't ready yet. God says you are ready even before you were born because I created you. So you are his. In this series, we are talking about navigating gray areas and these gray areas of life. I'm really kind of focusing in on the church itself because there's so much division and brokenness within the church let alone if we look outside of the church world um there's you know tons of things that can divide us from the, from the world outside of the church but even within the church itself 
There are many things that cause division among us. Many things that cause separation, many things that cause isolation, many things that kind of create this pompous or uh, um, holier-than-thou sort of belief system. And we're going to tear all of that down. We have been tearing all of that down and just talking about how it is really a, a part of our job and responsibility as believers that we are to be people who don't cause division but bring about unity. And we've been talking about how we do that. So if you haven't yet listened to those, uh, the podcast from this week or the episodes from this week, uh, sorry, this month of April, you can take a listen to those um, either through a podcast platform or just looking back on Facebook and, and listening to those or on YouTube. There's a lot of different ways that you can connect and listen. Um, but today we're actually going to talk about this idea that we're going to be a people who bring about peace and the building up of one another. It's, let me read this to you from Romans 14, 19. This is from the NIV. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to the mutual edification of others. What, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and, the, and mutual edification of others. So, um, the NLT, I want to read this one to you too because uh, I, I like this version. It says, let us aim for harmony in the church. Let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build up each other. Let us aim for harmony. Let us be a, a people who are promoting peace uh, and do whatever leads to peace, right? And so what I want to pause and look at is what is this peace? We know that Jesus is called the Prince of Peace, but we also know that He is a God who disrupts. He didn't come to, to just accept the status quo and say, yeah, whatever you think is great. He came to talk about truth, but truth in love, and He led with love. He led with relationship. And we are to follow suit, that we're to lead with love and lead with relationship in, in the church and in the world around us. And this peace that he's talking about is the peace that is the tranquil state of the soul. The tranquil state of the soul that is in that state of, of peace that we have in our soul is the assuredness of our salvation through Christ. The assuredness of our salvation through Christ. So as I am being, as a part of a body, my job is to help others see and know and understand the, the assuredness of salvation that comes through Jesus Christ. There's a peace that, you know, nobody can take that away from you. No one can take away the salvation from you. You are God's person, right? If you said, I believe in Jesus Christ and I want to choose to live my life and follow after him, that is a choice that you have made and that's between you and God. There is no one who can take that relationship away from you. And so as a body of believers, we are to come alongside of each one and build each other up in a mindset that says, 
Yes, you are a son. Yes, you are a daughter of God. And here's what that looks like. And here's the peace that you can have and own and live in because you are his daughter. You are his son. You are heir to his kingdom. How often have we walked through the doors of a church and felt less than the daughter of, of God because we feel judgment, because we feel isolation or separation or, well, I don't look like them or I don't dress like that or I don't speak that way or if they only knew what was going on in my family. How many times have people walked through the doors of the church and felt more alone inside the confines of the church walls than they did on the outside of the church? I know I'm touching some strings here, but this is reality. We wonder why people aren't coming to our church. It's because we have created an environment where people don't feel welcome. We have created an environment where people feel like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to be a part of that. I don't know if I want to buy into something that a, a, a group of people who are, who are judgmental and condemning. And what's crazy is that Jesus is not condemning. He comes to bring life and life more abundant. He comes to speak peace. He comes to bring comfort and joy. He comes to uplift, not tear down. And when we are to be a people who pursue this word, this word pursue or what leads to peace or aiming for uh, harmony, as, as the NLT version said, it's, it's this notion that it doesn't just happen. That, that assuredness doesn't just happen. It, it is actually supposed to happen in community. The assuredness comes from seeing how other believers are are living and struggling. And it's not that we just come to church all prettied up and looking like we've got it all together. No, it's that we show up and say, I am struggling today. But I am still going to trust in Jesus because I know what his word says. And I'm going to bring you alongside of me. I'm going to walk along this hard, out this hard thing that you're walking through with you because I know that God is faithful. And I know what the Bible says, that salvation is secure, that when I say yes to Jesus, that my eternity is sealed in heaven. And I'm going to have some hard days. I'm going to have some beautiful, joyful, wonderful days on this earth. But my hope is not in my circumstance. My hope is not in whether or not, you know, my, my, my children make great choices. My hope is in Jesus, who is Lord of their life. My hope is in Him to bring about the change And I think, excuse me, if we stop trying to be people's Holy Spirit and really 
excuse me, focus on what Jesus is asking us to do, which is come alongside, be brothers and be sisters, enter into relationship with people and stop trying to be God in their life or stop trying to be the Holy Spirit in their life. Stop trying to fix people. And we just love people. If I ask you this question, who do you prefer to be around? The people who are constantly pointing out all the things that you're doing wrong or the people who are pointing out all the things that you are doing right, who are, who are saying, I love you, who are supporting you, who are, are saying, I want you here. I want you to be a part of this community who are wrapping their arms around you no matter how good you are or how bad you are. They're welcoming you. I had to learn this lesson the hard way uh, walking with my brother and um, kind of doing a lot of religious things toward him. You know, I would I send him scripture. I would, I would uh, and invite him to church services. I would, you know, invite him to have uh, to, and try and like actually date like assign dates for him you know like plan connecting points for him of, of and put guys in his life that I thought that he would learn and grow from if he could just listen to this person then maybe then maybe but you know what happened when I stopped trying to fix and intervene and I stopped trying to set him up <laughs> on dates with other men <laughs> that I thought would help him um, and help create friendships for him of men who would speak life into him, which all of those things are beautiful, good things, right? It's not that those things are bad. But what I, in doing those things, I was, I was more concerned about the outcome of him coming back to Jesus than I was about just loving him. My eyes were fixated on the outcome, thinking that it was up to me to bring about the transformation in his life. It was up to me to, do, to make the change. It was up to me to bring all of the resources that he could possibly need. When the only thing I was supposed to be doing was loving him, being his sister, <laughs> sitting with him in the pit, wrapping my arms around him and saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. On your best days and on your worst days. That's why I love that song. I'm so blessed because it, it speaks that so loudly. I think I've even mentioned that already because it's just, I've been playing it over and over in my head because I need to know that. On my best day, I'm a child of God and on my worst day, I'm a child of God, and every day in between. It's because I am blessed, because I am a child of God. And may we be drawn to our knees in repentance to say, Lord, if there's any person that I have drawn uh, away from you, because I've been more bent toward my agenda for them or the outcome than I have about just loving them and embracing them where they're at and welcoming them into your kingdom. But I want them to go from not knowing you to 
uh, you know, scholar overnight. Entrusting you with the process of the people that you bring into my life, Lord, and help me to remember that it's not up to me to be their salvation. You are their salvation. You are the one who brings about change. But my job is to walk alongside, love, support, encourage, build up, point them to you. Tell the story of how you rescued me. And that rescuing still all of these years later brings me to tears because I didn't deserve that. But Jesus saw fit to rescue me anyway because I'm his daughter. Just like you are his daughter, you are his son. And he desperately loves you and wants you to to find life and peace with him. That is the gospel message. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for your love. I thank you for your heart for us that continues to pursue after us, Lord. I pray that as we read this verse, Romans um, 14, 20, God, that you would teach us what it looks like to be people who promote peace, who pursue peace, who aim for harmony, and that we aren't so concerned about the things that divide us, but that we're more concerned about showing love, being a demonstrator of love, because that's who you are. You are love. God, I pray for the relationships that maybe we have caused some damage in where we've turned people away from even wanting to be a part of the body of believers because we've come into conversation as judgmental and arrogant and pious and that we put ourselves on a pedestal and and look down our noses at all the people who haven't yet figured it out God, I pray that you would forgive us and that you would turn our hearts to those who just like us are so needy for you. And we'd stop seeing others as different than us, but as our brothers and our sisters who you love so much. And that we'd even be willing to accept that love for ourselves. I thank you, Father, for your love. And today, may we choose to be people who bring about peace, who promote harmony, and build up one another instead of tearing one another down. And God, may you be glorified for this change, for this work in our hearts. May you be glorified, Lord, as we love others around us better, more fully, more completely, more whole. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I hope you have a blessed and wonderful weekend and uh, just embracing is is when you go into this weekend and you go enter into the church doors allow god to speak to your heart
How can you show up differently this week? Be blessed, be well. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.